There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Nisa. Welcome to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. These are the stories of the disappearances of LaToya Brown and Lachea Stein. Today, I have two cases for you. Let's begin with LaToya's case. On April 27, 2011, a devastating and destructive tornado touched down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. In the days that followed, an estimated 600 people were reported missing. As of today, only four missing persons remain. A woman named Teresa Mario Quinn and her two young daughters, and LaToya Brown. 42 people lost their lives in that storm, and some believe that LaToya could have been another victim of the storm. However, many of LaToya's family members disagree. The day before the tornado hit Tuscaloosa, LaToya was last seen leaving her family's home in Northport, Alabama, about five miles away from Tuscaloosa. LaToya was splitting her time between her mother's house and her aunt's house. She was only 21 years old, so she was most likely trying to get her footing as an adult and experience some independence. LaToya attended high school at Hillcrest, but spent her senior year at Northridge High School, where she graduated in 2008. From what I could gather, it seems that LaToya went directly into the workforce after graduation. Her job was actually a secret to her family because she was working as an exotic dancer. It is believed that when LaToya was leaving her family's home that day, she was going to meet up with a friend to go get something to eat. She was planning to meet her friend at a shopping center that was in the direct path of the storm. Around 5.30 p.m., just before the tornado hit, LaToya made a phone call. It's unclear who LaToya called or for how long she was on that phone call, as well as what the phone call was about. However, this phone call was the last time anyone heard from LaToya. After the tornado hit and passed through, there was a lot of panic in the community. Lives were lost, hundreds of people were missing, and lots of property was damaged and destroyed. Downed cell towers and inaccessible roads separated many families. At the time, it was assumed that LaToya may have been a victim of the storm, that maybe she was trapped under rubble or injured and taken to some hospital, lost in the panic and chaos of everything. But within the days that followed, families were reunited and missing people were found. Unfortunately, some missing people were found dead, while others were found alive. At the end of the day, though, families got resolution. And LaToya's family really believed 
that she would eventually make her way back home. But since 2011, LaToya has still been missing, and her family is still waiting for closure. As the years have passed, and her family has been hopeful for LaToya's return, LaToya's family has shared their own theories about why LaToya is still missing, and why she has yet to be found like so many others who were missing after the storm. LaToya's mother believes that her daughter's work as an exotic dancer could have put her in danger. According to reports, LaToya often traveled for work. Some believe that her traveling could have been more nefarious than one's typical work trip. LaToya's mother thinks it's possible that her daughter became a victim of sex trafficking. On the other hand, her father struggles with hoping for his daughter's return and realistically adjusting his expectations. He has said, quote, I want to feel that she's okay, that she's alive, but I don't know. I hope that one day she'll knock on that door, but I'm a realist and no, it may never happen, end quote. Her father also battles guilt. On the day LaToya disappeared, he was out of town working. Her father feels he could have done more on the day she went missing. Robert, her father, said, quote, If I had spent three minutes setting up the security cameras, we'd know and would have seen her leaving the house and who she was with. Some days I worry and think about what I could have done different, end quote. Sadly, LaToya's disappearance created some discord in her family. After her disappearance, her family went on the Steve Wilkos show to talk about LaToya's case. On the show, LaToya's sisters accused their mother of killing LaToya. I guess her sisters thought LaToya was murdered because they saw an article of LaToya's clothing, a white tube top that had what appeared to them to be bloodstains on it. I'm not sure how they came to the conclusion that their mother was involved simply based on bloodstains. However, in the episode, LaToya's mother addressed this allegation. She explained that the police took LaToya's shirt as evidence, but returned it and told her that the shirt was tested, but the stain was not blood. In the same vein, the Northport police claim they have yet to find any evidence of foul play involved in LaToya's disappearance. It seems authorities believe that LaToya Brown became the victim of a natural disaster like many others did. Something I found interesting is that one of LaToya's sisters, the same ones who believed that LaToya could have been killed by their mother, claimed she supposedly spotted LaToya at a nightclub called the Playhouse Club in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. However, authorities cannot confirm or verify this sighting. It has been over 12 years since LaToya Brown went missing. It seems that LaToya's case is still open, though. According to the Northport Police Department, they are still trying to locate LaToya Brown. They claim that they are following up on any information that comes into their office. But unfortunately, the department hasn't received much information as of recently. Reportedly, though, an investigating officer is not listed in the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System database. So if LaToya's case is still open and it's still being investigated, who is actively investigating her case? Who is the lead investigator? To her family, with each passing year, it seems more and more unlikely that LaToya was the victim of the tornado, because many of the missing people from that time were eventually located, whether they were found dead or alive. LaToya's mother believes that LaToya may have sustained a head injury during the storm and may have suffered memory loss. It seems her mother thinks it's possible LaToya may not remember who she is, where she's from, or that there are people out there who are missing her. And of course, LaToya's mother is one of those people who misses her, saying, quote, I miss my daughter each and every day, love her very much, and if she's out there, I want to tell her to please come home. I love and miss her so very, very much, end quote. 
At the time of Latoya Brown's disappearance, she was between 6'1 and 6'3. She weighed between 150 to 180 pounds. Her natural hair was dark brown, but it was reportedly blonde or strawberry blonde when she disappeared. Latoya had three tattoos, one on her lower back spelling her nickname, Toya, another of angel wings just below the back of her neck, and also the astrological sign of Virgo on the top of her left foot. And you should know that her middle name is T. Anyone with information about this case is urged to contact the Northport Police Department at 205-339-6600. The agency case number is 201-105-00048. The second case I have for you today is the missing person case of Lachea Stein. In 2016, Lachea Stein was 16 years old and living with her family in Aurora, Colorado. She was a student at George Washington High School, and she was considered a good student. She was on the honor roll and on her way to pursuing aspirations in the medical field. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lachea had goals of studying nursing during her time in college, and she had recently been selected by the University of Colorado Hospital for an internship. On the night of July 15th, Lachea was excited because she was going to attend a job interview the next day, but by the next morning, Lachea was gone. When her family attempted to wake Lachea up to get her ready for her interview, they realized she was not in the house. So they tried calling Lachea's cell phone, but it went straight to voicemail. So they moved on to searching the neighborhood for Lachea, but those attempts were unsuccessful as well. So her parents contacted the local police department to report their daughter missing. Reportedly, the police initially treated Lachea's case as if she was a runaway. Allegedly, it was almost a week later when the police chief, who had been on vacation, returned and took a closer look at Lachea's case. 
Soon after beginning the investigation, Lachea's family was contacted about a development in the case. Her family was informed that police had surveillance video of Lachea the night she went missing. The video was taken at 2.30 a.m., and Lachea can be seen walking near East Montview Boulevard and Peoria Street. Sabrina, Lachea's mother, believes her daughter left that night to meet someone, but had plans to return home. Sabrina thinks this because Lachea's belongings, her clothes, her wallet, and her phone charger were still left behind in her bedroom. Also, her bedroom window was left open, and there was an overturned flower pot found outside her window. So the open window would suggest that Lachea had plans to re-enter her room at some point. Police questioned those who were close to Lachea at the time, including her ex-boyfriend and friends. However, none of it was fruitful. No information came up that moved the case forward. To add, no one who was questioned was suspected of foul play either. Police also attempted to look into Lachea's social media accounts, but they couldn't find any social media linked to Lachea. And this is really interesting because most teenagers have social media accounts, even if they are not allowed to. The lack of social media presence seemed to concern the police too. It presents the question, were her social media accounts deleted? And if so, who would want to do that and why? Eventually, the police department started to take her case more seriously, making statements to the public and using canines in their searches. And on August 1st, 2016, police released the surveillance video of Lachea. After the footage was released to the public, numerous tips came in that pointed Lachea to being a victim of human trafficking, including sightings of her coming in and out of motels in areas known to be popular in trafficking. In these sightings, she was seen with a man who was thought to have been taking her in and out of Colorado. Over the following months and years, there were multiple supposed sightings of Lachea in Kansas, Wyoming, New Mexico, Arizona, and Missouri. One tipster claimed to have seen Lachea in a motel and accurately described a distinct scar on Lachea's chest. Several individuals even confirmed they were with Lachea in a trafficking situation, and many mentioned the name of a man they said Lachea was quote-unquote involved with. Police even received a tip that Lachea was being held in a motel room. But when the police arrived, they only found discarded clothing that appeared to belong to a female. Police believed that they had missed Lachea by mere minutes. Ultimately, police were never successful in finding her in any of the locations mentioned in the sightings. In August 2019, an age-progressed photo of Lachea was released. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the age-progression photo on the screen. There was an update in Lachea's case four years after her disappearance, on November 21st, 2020. After receiving tips and leads, Aurora police searched a vacant house on 2200 Lansing Street, which is in the same area Lachea was seen walking on the night she disappeared. According to police, Lachea knew the previous residents who lived there. Authorities searched the house for roughly three days and even brought in equipment that could break through concrete. It seems they were thinking a body could potentially be buried there. However, I could find no information about whether anything was found. Lachea's mother has her own theories about what happened to her daughter. She thinks her daughter got mixed up with the wrong crowd. She believes that on that early morning, when Lachea went missing, she met up with a boy, and that that boy was a bad influence in her daughter's life. She has said, quote, I think that whatever situation she was in, I think it was bad. I think that. I do believe that Lachea was being trafficked, end quote. 
When the theory of human trafficking was first shared, Sabrina said that there were some people who were cruel towards her. According to Sabrina, these people laughed about Lachea possibly being trafficked from Colorado to Kansas, and others used the opportunity to scam Sabrina. Fake information would come in from people who told her to pay up if she ever wanted to see Lachea again. Reading about this part of the case was so disheartening. It's so cruel to give families false hope, to scam them into believing their loved one is alive, but in danger and in need of their help. People who do this know that these families are desperate to get their loved one home safe. And to play with their feelings like that is incomprehensible and heartless to me. It has been over seven years since Lachea Stein has disappeared, and her case has gone cold. Every year, her family celebrates her birthday without her there. If Lachea really was trafficked, she desperately needs our help. The survival rate of trafficking victims drops with every year that they are still being held captive. So please do your part. If Lachea is still out there, we don't want her to think that no one cares about her absence, that people have given up on her and forgotten about her. We don't want her to believe that she is not worth looking for. Don't just watch this video and hope for a good outcome for Lachea. Share her story, share this episode, talk about her case, and if you can, learn her face and look for her face. At the time of her disappearance, Lachea Stein was 5'6". She had black, dark brown hair and brown eyes. Lachea's hair was long, and she usually styled it in a bun. She also has a quarter-sized round scar on her chest. The FBI reported that Lachea was last seen wearing a black V-neck t-shirt, black stonewashed jeans, silver hoop earrings, and a silver watch on her left arm. But some reports may state that she was wearing a white shirt and dark capri jeans or shorts. Anyone with information about this case is urged to contact the Aurora Police Department at 303-627-3100. Authorities are offering a $15,000 reward for anyone with more information about her whereabouts. You can also give an anonymous tip to Crime Stoppers at 720-913-7867 or contact your local authorities. The agency case number is 2016-28205. If you made it to the end of the episode, I appreciate you. Thank you for watching. I'd like to know your thoughts about these cases. What do you think about Latoya's case? Do you think foul play could be involved? What are your opinions on Lachea's case? Leave your thoughts in the comment section below. Before you go, do me a favor and hit the like and subscribe button. I'll see you next week with another episode. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.